Welcome to the Grind is Ugly podcast, where I'm your humble host, Kyle Allen. And this right here is episode 61. 61 episodes of the Grind is Ugly podcast in your library, any moment, anytime. You can go back, you can go forward, and you will see an episode. Um, I have to start this off by first saying I'm not trying to disrespect uh, be disrespectful be rude when I say what I'm going to say in this episode of the grind is ugly podcast I am just going to say things from my perspective and hope it doesn't offend because this is not anyone or anything personal we're talking to a global audience I don't know you obviously so I'm not trying to offend you and if you want to get to know me just comment under my Instagram, Kyle, three underscores, three underscores, Alan, or leave a voice, voice note right on the Anchor app. And as always, share, like, comment. It is important that you comment. It's important that you give a five-star rating or give any rating. I just want you to feel something. So, I was going through my old Hawaii Pacific, St. Andrews, Yuba College basketball pictures I was going through what they looked like, how I looked like, and I remembered the mentalities that I had or didn't have during that time. And you've often heard, you know, you need to have a select group of people that you talk to or that help help shape you, help monitor you, help grow you. And I would like to call it, and you probably heard it called before, like the board of your life. You know, like Google has a board. You might be the CEO or the president of Google or whatever company, but there's a board of advisors that can vote you out, that can give you performance. um, um, God, I forgot the word. Um, I forgot the word, but where they give performance to how you're doing, right? Um, They can, you know, fire you. So regardless, you're going to have a boss. The CEO of McDonald's has stepped down. I believe he's getting an exit package of $44 million, but he has a boss. And his board said, you know what? I think it's best if you resign. So everyone has a boss, even if you're making $44 million. You answer to someone. And even if you don't answer to anyone, you answer to the consumer. You answer to someone. The idea of having no boss is an illusion. But I understand the practical. If we're being practical, I understand you don't have a boss. And it got me thinking of... You know, who is the board of my life? Who, instead of me running everything, who can I go to? Who are my people? And I do have my people. And that that if I'm saying, and I'll say it again, if anyone knows me, if you're one of my people, I'm sending, I ask questions, I have conversations. I, 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 I ask, I, I, there's no point of living this life if we don't ask tough questions and if we don't have tough dialogue. Now, for anybody that's a thinker and their brain never lets them rest, more than likely you annoy people. More than likely you have been told, okay, fam, it's 7 a.m. I don't want to hear about uh, what's going on with Gavin Newsom in California and DACA. And I just want to, you know, I just want to watch sassy seniors. And the reason why I say that is, You turn to different news stations in the morning and you get different results. You know, you get different things. 
And I like more of, you know, I'm more of a KCRA3 guy if you're in Sacramento. And some people are more, you know, good day Sacramento. Now, KCR3 is going to give you more of the news. And good day is going to give you, you know, sassy seniors and things of that nature, which there's nothing wrong with it. Just, you know, it's a difference, right? It literally depends. And and I don't blame people. I don't want to wake up to a bunch of drama anyway, right? But what other people look at as drama, I look at as the real world that goes on while we are living in our bubbles. And I absolutely think we have become conditioned We have become like trained monkeys. We all, in a sense, uh, not all, I'll say virtually, do the same things every day. Every day. And we do them habitually, conditionally. There is a reason why we do it, and we just keep doing it, and we just keep doing it, and we just keep doing it. And we never go outside of our box because we like our little pretty boxes. And that is what I challenge my listeners for this month of November. Yes, we know that there's something called No Nut November. I'll let you Google what that is, but we're not participating in that. We, 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 <laughs> that's not going to happen on my end. But what we are going to do is we're going to do something this month habitually that's different than what we normally do. So if at eight o'clock you plop down on the couch and get your Netflix on at eight o'clock this time, this, this, this week, this year, this month, the rest of the year, you're going to write what you always wanted to write, or you're going to work on the project that you keep tweeting that you're working on, but we all know you're not. We're going to change our lives. Why? Because our lives suck. And what I mean by that is very self-explanatory, actually. Our lives suck. Now, obviously, everyone's life doesn't suck, but I would say it sucks compared to the life that you envisioned for yourself. And you can still be grateful, thankful, and blessed and still say, you know what? This part of my life sucks. And I need to change this. And I do personally feel we are so conditioned to never accept reality. It's like accepting reality is like a bad thing. It's like explaining, it's like you're admitting like, you know, this is where you are. And it's like, yeah, if you're a barber and you only have three patients, three clients, that's the truth. That doesn't mean you're accepting it. Like, oh man, I'm just gonna always have three. No, just the three you have. They better, you better treat them like they're the president. So hopefully the three, word of mouth, becomes 10 and so on and so on. But I've realized, I'll say personally in my own life, my habits had to change. So when I look at my pictures in Hawaii, I was habitually going to practice, habitually working out. But I wasn't working my brain out. I wasn't learning how to better be a basketball player. I wasn't learning how to better be someone that that someone that eats better, someone that takes care of their whole body. I wasn't doing that. All I was doing was doing what my basketball coach told me to do, which is essentially being a trained monkey. Practice, practice, you go to practice, film, then you go home, you don't do anything. Like that's all I lived in Hawaii for two and a half years and didn't I went to complain half the time. Oh my God. <laughs> 
I'm on an island. There's water. I want to come back home. And let me tell you, I used to think that the people in Sacramento were doing so many things. And I was, oh, in Hawaii, being so bored. And, and just I just wanted to come home. And, and they're all having so much fun. And every single time, my first year being gone, and I'm crying home to my mom about how, how much I just want to come home. And, 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 you know, I just need to come home. I come back home and go, oh, so literally nothing has changed. No, everyone's doing exactly what they're doing when I left. And I'm on the phone literally complaining about living in paradise because I want to come home. And it's not until you get a little older that you just simply look, you can look back on things and go, all right, I need that same, I need that same brain, that same will to move determination, but I need it with a better mindset and I need it without the lazy qualities that for so long in my life were able to pass off because I had a basketball in my hand. And I know if you've been a former athlete, there's some bad habits you done developed just because they let you develop them because you didn't have to and they didn't care if you learned anything else. What they cared about was can you put the ball in the hoop? Yeah, I know you can't really... You can't really, you have a weed problem, or I know you party too much, or I know you're failing and you're barely holding on, but as long as you can get me 10 rebounds, I'm not going to develop the other parts of you. Matter of fact, an uh, unwritten rule when you're an NCAA athlete is how much you need to decommit from everything else in your life and literally focus on the team. So we've I know players who have quit the nursing program or had to quit the team to to work to be a nurse. I know players that went somewhere and a hey, I can't be an engineer and play basketball. You have to when people mock athletes for getting kinesiology majors, sociology majors, liberal studies of majors, uh, a business ma- you know they mock them and say that oh of course you're going to do that. A lot of times you have to understand that's the choice you have. Those are those are sometimes the easier degrees to get. So, and they take the shortest amount of time. Trust me, I asked my counselors, what's the quickest degree I can get? Like four years is quick. And no matter what, you realize it's gonna, you're gonna have to take time, right? And so, TGIU listeners, I've taken a step out of my box already that I reveal closer to the time that I need to reveal it. But just know, my people, I am determined, determined, to change my life because I feel I know and I receive that when I change my life, I'm going to change some of y'all's directly or indirectly. Period. I believe in that. And I believe that every single person on earth, every single person on earth, if they don't reach their potential, someone else on earth isn't going to reach theirs. I think we're on one giant chain. We're one giant chain. And every time one chink in the chain, it ripples effects. It has a ripple effect and it messes up Auntie Lauren. 
And then Auntie Lauren gets messed up. So she messes up 10 people below her. And generational. When they talk about generational curses, to me, they're talking about generational chinks in the armor, chinks in the chain. We all started off so together in God's brain. But sometimes I think, and I know this would be blasphemy, but sometimes I think God did not anticipate humans to be this trash. I really don't. Matter of fact, I think there's proof of that because he created us and then wiped us off the earth, period, except for Noah and his family. So it to me was, oh, uh, this is trash. Sodom and Gomorrah, they was out there partying, doing their thing. He swallowed them up. So I do think sometimes God tries some stuff and goes, yeah, this isn't something that 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 is that is 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 up to my. This is was this isn't what I thought. And I'll tell you this: if God can change the thing way He thinks, I'm for sure we can as a people. I, I believe that. I remember Jesus was talking to somebody. And she was like, you know, even crumbs off the master's table are better than something else. You can Google that, too. But something like that. And Jesus had to change his course of act. He's like, oh, well, you know what? That kind of that kind of got me. If he can learn. I know we can learn. So comfortability. Get out of your comfort zone. And I'm not a celebrity. I'm not a Sacramento celebrity. I'm not anything. I'm Kyle Bradley Alexander Allen. So when I'm speaking, I'm speaking from your perspectives, my perspective. This ain't no, I don't have millions of dollars and started a podcast and you guys just listen because I have millions of dollars. No, I'm one of y'all trying to get it right in the middle of it. I'm broadcasting in the middle of the grind. Hey, I'm looking around. There's not so many of us. There's not so many. There's not so many of us. And biblically speaking, it says the laborers, the laborers are few. The harvest is ripe. The harvest is ripe, but the laborers are few. And everybody wants to get to the bag and not many people want to work. And let me tell you, Instagram about to get all y'all out of here. I don't know if y'all paying attention. Instagram is saying Mark Zuckerberg, Facebook, who owns Instagram. If you're one of those people that are saying delete Facebook, but you have Instagram or WhatsApp or you got to have to understand business. They own all that. So you're still a part of Facebook. But anyway, I I have a Facebook and Instagram as well. I'm not hating, but just know Facebook is the land of weird, odd and strange. I say it every time I can think to say it. That Facebook literally is the most pointless thing on planet Earth. I get on there every time and I go, why am I on here? And I log off. But if you're Instagram, if you're Mark Zuckerberg, and you know people are making millions, thousands, and hundreds of thousands off your app for free, they're either going to make influencers pay monthly to make money or yearly to keep doing it, or they're going to take that comment section and those, those likes, and Instagram is just going to be where you scroll. That's what I think is happening. I think they're going to shut the tap off. And they're going to get all the influencers off Instagram. You need to pay attention to that and start seeing what's next. Because I think Facebook 
is about to really, really, really shut down Instagram for the money for the people making money on the app. Because if you're cutting, we know they generate brands go to those that get likes and comments. And if we if they cut off the likes in the comments to me, they're saying we see y'all making money. And when they keep hearing Kim Kardashian makes a million dollars per post, you got to think if you're if you're Facebook, why wouldn't we get a cut of that? I don't know. I'm just thinking. Y'all let me know. Um, Y'all let me know what you think. So the challenge, get out of your comfort zone, get out of your box. Do shift your life by making small changes. You don't have to make no large change. Just shift your life by making small changes. And I can almost guarantee that you will see a difference in your life. Because I've seen some in mine. And God please knows I'm working on my patience. Patience and impact. Gratitude and helpfulness and giving. Those are my big Those are my top five right there that Kyle's trying to work on. Trying to be a straight and narrow man. Because the Bible says, even if you don't believe it, it's just a good practice, just good practice. A double-minded man or woman is unstable in all their ways. Get locked in and get focused. They asked Bill Gates, what is your superpower? They asked the most rich, the richest man on planet Earth right now. I think he took Jeff Bezos because he had to cut his wife 48 million because he wanted a mistress. God bless you, Jeff. You, 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 you'll see in a minute that, that life is going to be a little ugly for you. But anyway, Jeff, Amazon paying our workers $10 and he makes a trillion dollars a year. It's just it's absolutely asinine. Anyway, they said, Bill Gates, if, if you had one thing. To say that that you can say is the reason for your success. What is it? And Bill Gates said, I can focus. I have the ability to focus. And I challenge you all to focus. Thank you for listening to the Grind is Ugly podcast. Episode 61. Please like, comment, share. TGIU.